Welcome to 1869, the Cornell University Press Podcast. I'm Jonathan Hall. Today I'm joined by Three Hills Editorial Director Michael McGandy, Senior Editor Emily Andrew, and Acquisitions Assistant Alexis Zeman, who will all be attending the American Historical Association annual meeting this January 3rd through the 6th in New York City. I spoke to them in Ithaca as they were prepping for the meeting. I am Jonathan Hall, and I am with Michael McGandy, Emily Andrew, and Alexis Zeman. And um, we'd like to introduce you to these folks. You're going to be meeting them at the booth. Um, but we want to hear a little bit of why they're excited to be going to AHA. Start off with you, Michael. Well, the thing that's exciting me most this year is that um, I'm chairing one panel. I'm going to be on another panel. And the, the, chat, the panel I'm chairing is about um, doing, uh, going through clauses of contracts and discussing uh, how authors should be thinking about their contracts. And the panel that I'm on is about how one writes a first book outside of the academy. And for me, this is following through on a conversion experience I had regarding AHA about why it's important. Um, and from my, my perspective, it's, it's less important to be there to meet authors to talk about their individual projects, but it's a moment in time when everyone comes together who's collectively engaged in our common endeavor and really share ideas about where, do, where does publishing fit in, where, where do different authors situated in different places in their careers, um, tenure track, non-tenure track, in the academy, outside the academy, what do readers want, just having a, a broader conversation about where publishing fits in, what we can do different or better, um, and also how we can help, and it sounds patronizing, but I'll say it all the same, educate um, authors to work uh, within our sometimes demanding and sometimes um, cash-strapped business. So it's Emily Andrew, and I am um, at AHA to talk to individual authors about their individual projects. It is still thrilling for me as um, somebody who's only been to AHA, I think, four times. I'm still bedazzled by the conference. I like it. I like meeting young authors who approach me nervously and uh, explaining there's nothing to be nervous about. I like finding out about new works that will be published two, three years thence. The whole thing is a real charge for me. I'm excited about going to New York City in particular because I will be following P.K. Subban's career by hiking to New Jersey to see a Devil's Game one night. Yes. So. Um, I'm excited about AHA because this will be my first conference on the publishing side. Um, of course, I've been to conferences as a PhD student, but I was always a little intimidated to go into the publishing area and talk to, into the exhibitors hall and talk to the publishers. So it'll be interesting to see that from the other side, and um, but still get to sort of be exposed to all the interesting ideas and things that are going around. So speaking of interesting ideas, people are going to be coming to the booth uh, with specific projects. What, what are you passionate about? What are you looking for? Hi, it's Emily. Um, I am looking for history books that, um, that approach the study of the past uh, from the margins, from perspectives that haven't been widely covered. I'm also looking to go right into the center of things and look at things in a different way to give 
flesh to the bones of that. Um, one of my one of my very favorite books that I've worked on recently was Brandon Schechter's book, The Stuff of Soldiers, which is a material culture history of the Red Army soldier um, during the Great War. And so it combines two fields, material culture and military history, that haven't really been brought into conversation and does so in a way that leads readers from one gallery, let's say, of a museum into another in a way that's completely entrancing. So um, as soon as I got that project, as soon as I heard about it, um, I thought that is one that I would help, like to help to bring to fruition. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't look at the program carefully to find projects that I want to learn about. I just do find the AHA is a difficult meeting to do that. That's a difficult context to do that. And, that said, being in the booth and having people approach you and pitch you, there are surprises. Sometimes they're miraculous and wonderful surprises. It's also always interesting to see how what we collectively have been doing over years and years and years resonates in the world. So people come with their projects and they think that we're the perfect fit for their book, um, or they'll reference a book that we did six years ago and it's just a vague memory. And for that person, it'll be a guiding, um, a guiding title and it informed that person's decision about how to develop her research and why she's having a conversation with me at that moment. And those moments where an author's interest can spark that sort of a reflective moment about what it is we're doing, those are the fun things that happen in the booth. Um, so I'm open to that but I will not be making a ton of appointments regarding uh, new projects, but I will be checking in with a lot of um, current contracted authors with whom I've been having conversations for sometimes years and years um, and see where they're at with their work. And for me, it's, this is mostly going to be a learning experience. And so I think one of the things mm -hmm. that I'm excited about isn't a specific area of history, but to I want to see how I want to see who's coming to our booth and you know, I want to get to eavesdrop on their conversations with Michael and Emily and get a real sense of how, uh, how historians are approaching us and what sort of they're interested in learning. One thing that I can say that we all have in common is that we have a passion for books and a feeling that books can, can change the world, uh, make it a better place. What do you feel or how do you feel Cornell can help change the world uh, one book at a time, particularly in the field of history? Um, so I was actually thinking about this, and I think one of the things that's really impressed me about the way that Cornell operates since I've come here is the close collaboration and cooperation between all the editors. And I think that for history that's particularly important because even though history is a discipline, it's sort of inherently interdisciplinary. It sits at the intersection of social science and humanities, and it draws on everything from political economy to literature. And so having all of these editors with all of these different backgrounds and interests really work together and give each other such sort of close, passionate feedback about everyone's projects, I think that for history in particular, that's a really valuable process for making a book as good as it can be. And I think that that's a real, that kind of care not just from your own acquiring editor, but from the entire acquisitions department and from the entire press, I think really does help produce much better, much more well-rounded history books. 
I will just build on that to say um, a word I like to use is book building. And I think we um, really partake in a book building enterprise here. Um, books are built, they are not born from Zeus's forehead. And so all of us, what, as Alexa says, we're a very interdisciplinary enterprise. And so um, you might have somebody commenting on your manuscript internally with expertise in international relations or with expertise in medieval literature. And yet, we all know what makes a book really work, what makes a book read well, what makes a book broadcast to its widest audience. And so in that way, we are producing really superior books, not history books read only by historians, but read by a lot of readers who are interested in the past and, um, and good stories. It is remarkable that there is a culture at this press, because I want to say something that's in the same vein and that we're talking about form rather than content in a certain sense, is that um, the authors are passionate and are changing the world in certain specific ways that are driven by their research and get driven by their personal, ethical, moral, and political uh, motivations. What we do is we make these arguments work. Um, and we change the world, not necessarily by getting behind a particular cause at a particular moment, but we, get, we change the world by bringing reasoned, sustained argumentation, in this case using historical material, to the world, and to get on my soapbox, to a world that is far more interested now in information than systematic knowledge, or argument, or narration. And we're, in a, in a conservative sense, we're holding the line and saying that understanding happens over time and requires effort, both on the part of the author and the reader. And we're here as editors and also as marketers and as copy editors and manuscript editors to help bring those things into the world. And that's sort of a conservative way of changing the world because we're holding to certain values that are seen more 20th century than 21st century. But I think we are changing the world by doing that. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank all you guys for taking uh, the time uh, to share your ideas and your interests and and your passion for books and history, and hope you have a great time at AHA. Thank you, John. Thank you. That was Three Hill Editorial Director Michael McGandy, Cornell University Press Senior Editor Emily Andrew, and Acquisitions Assistant Alexis Zeman. If you are attending AHA 2020, please stop by our booth to say hello and take a look at our new books in the field, all of which will be available for a special medium price of $18.69. Thank you for listening to 1869, the Cornell University Press Podcast.